0: I, if Hillary ran again, I would have a total 180 in terms of my opinion of her person. I
1: want to murder you. I want to kill you. <laughs>
2: Episode. Mario Martinez is returned. Hi guys. Doing a twofer. Don't like that. I love it. Uh, can you tell us about your drag character, Mario? My drag character. Photos. Oh my god.
1: Uh, yeah. Lady Mercedes. What is that? She's uh kind of. I based her on my cousins, my my Ecuadorian female cousins, oh. who grew up in East LA and they were just like <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I'm it's gonna ask thinking. that you talk in that voice for the rest of okay, this episode. Okay, that's fine, Charles. Whatever. No, I I love the, I love them so much. They were you know, they were heroes to me. Like they were so glam and they knew how to do their makeup and and their clothes, and so uh for my birthday this year, I got up and dragged for the first time and I for did, the first time ever. Yeah. What did it feel like? You know, it's so funny. It's like, it reminded me of that scene from Pretty Woman when Richard Gere tells Julia Roberts, like, once you go to the opera, either you love it or you hate it. But if you love it, you love it forever. <laughs> I did not like it. Oh, it was not for you. you <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, I mean, I loved doing it. I loved being the part. But um, I don't know. Just wasn't. I, I got way more of a rush for some. I did stand up.
2: Is it too feminine? Did you feel like weird being a woman? I did or, feel
1: weird being a woman, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. You know, strangely, the next day, I had to keep reminding myself I was a dude and mm. uh, kind of calm down. Like, it. You, it's okay. You're fine. You're you. You're you. You're a guy. Do you remember you are a guy? You're a guy. Whoa. Wow. So, so weird. So, so weird.
2: Did you do it at Plaza? So Is that where you had yeah. it? Yeah. Love Plaza. Yeah. Well, I missed the open mic that I ran there.
1: It was. It's, a, it's an underground drag bar, for those of you who don't know, here in Los Angeles uh, that just recently celebrated its uh, 45th anniversary. Yeah, been around forever. And uh, yeah, the, the guy who's in charge of all the drag queens, like getting them up and ready and out, it doesn't get up and drag himself, but he helped me get my whole thing together. And he restyled my hair between every comic. Wow. It was insane. The guy was a master and I had such a good time and I, and I really, I, I, I had a good time that night but I don't think I would ever do drag again.
2: Um,
0: so, so interesting. Frank, it's so interesting that the next day you had this like
2: identity crisis. I? Super weird. I've never experienced <laughs> Frank Trainer either. was there, right? Yeah. yeah Show news, opened. Frank <laughs> Trainer has moved to Seattle. You'll, oh, no, you'll so no longer hear. He got a job there. Yeah. <laughs> he got a job at some yeah.
0: ad agency or something? Yeah. What? Yeah. Do you know what it is?
2: No. Uh, I'll, I'll Find out and tell you. No more I, Frank. The, I, I said go Frank. I know all our all our great guests are leaving. You're gonna you're gonna be next. That's what's gonna happen. You're gonna move somewhere. And, no, we're you know we're building
1: a house. I know, oh. but <laughs> something's gonna happen. Uh, I'm staying put.
2: And you, d- sorry to touch on this before we get into our actual topic, but do you have a problem with Ocasio Cortez? Is that? Oh, Charlie. Uh. Um I you know what?
1: I, I, I had a long involved discussion with a few people this past weekend because it's been rankling me. I don't like what she's uh doing. I think she's kind of another one of these Bernie Sanders which is <laughs> she makes a bunch of sky-high promises to a bunch of really desperate people and in the end just can't deliver or don't doesn't deliver or won't deliver. And you know, my jury's still out on her cuz she's young and you know the government has been shut down since she's become a congresswoman. So I'm going to you know I'm going to kind of l- wait and see, but I listen, we've got two teams unfortunately. I wish we had more but it's either the red team or the blue team. The blue team is the only team that believes in the environmental crisis right now. Right. The blue team is the only team trying to fight for a higher minimum wage. You know, I don't know why she's trying to get certain people primaried on the left. I I mean, I think it's because there's just that level of disillusionment, of anger, of upset Um, of marginalization by the democratic party, which is supposed to be the party of of working class people. And they're not. Um, So I get it. And so I'm not going to go as hard on her as, as I would like to, because I get now what she represents. That being said, um, we can, we, we've got to have a united front against what's happening. And a person like that, who doesn't really stand to unite the party, but divide the party. I just can't get with that. I'm not down with Interesting.
2: With OAC. There's a good, um, I think FT is Financial Times, right? Do you ever read that publication? I think it's FT, British. Is, yeah. There's an interesting article where <clears throat> they kind of talk about Ocasio-Cortez and, and that wing, and their theory is that uh, the opposite, that the Democrats have got to get behind people like her, and she's certainly
0: that, the answer to Trump. That right? wing of the party. I mean, she's certainly because the, the organic answer to Trump, like she's the actual what I like about her is that she has bubbled up from surprise. she is not made like she was not created yeah. by the Dems. She yeah. naturally occurred. And she's got charisma and a real following and she's like addicting to watch for some reason, you know? Well, <laughs> it's kind of like Trump. Like she she is the naturally occurring response to Trump. And I feel like you got to kind of just, you can't suppress it because if you suppress it, you're just not going to win.
1: I hear what you're saying and I hear <clears throat> what that article is saying. And I, and I have to say that I agree to a certain extent, right? Because I think that if
2: its thesis is that incrementalism is over, that the, the, the Clintonism and Obamaism are done. I think that,
1: that might be right. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I've kind of backed off.
0: I mean, it might, it's probably not right in practice, but perhaps it is right in rhetoric, right? Like maybe incrementalism probably is not actually over in terms of if Dems get in power, what they're going to really do. But it probably is over in terms of the things they're saying. Because, yeah, we're in a clickbait ex- world of extremes. And to get people's attention and to get them to understand your po- platforms, you kind of... Well, fortunately or unfortunately, you got to go extreme a little bit. Their thesis
2: is also that bi- <clears throat> bipartisanship and this desire to like, oh, we're going to work with Republicans and we're going to... Make ourselves appealing to Republican voters by that way is just that's done. a bad idea. Is that One, they've... I would
0: agree. I would agree again. I would agree with with that once again. Yeah. In rhetoric,
2: not in practice. I'll put it in the show notes. It's a pretty interesting article, yeah. and I found it very level headed about. I assume because it's not in the U.S. and it's not full of the usual media hand wringing about either side. But um, yeah, I found it to be good, and I was curious about what you're.
1: You know what. It, I'm down with the strategy so as long as it's a successful winning one. Sure. Right now, on its face, that kind of, you know, what the kind of divisiveness that I feel like she kind of represents on our side of things, to me, seems really scary because we're in a really crappy situation. And, and your it concern is that right. it's just going
2: to cause losses because...
1: Strategically, I think it causes losses. I still think that you got it. The majority wins. And I don't know what a person like that... I, I just, I don't want to get her... I don't want to see her painted like... You know the the even worse Nancy Pelosi from right. the East Coast. Right. What is the thing that
2: is dumb is people are like oh let's she should be the president. Right. Blah, blah. <laughs> and it's like For no, why don't we just elect more of those into Congress right. instead yes. of like because I don't know why we haven't learned again and again that in order to. Get your agenda pushed forward you, you can't just it's not just about being president like there's other pieces of the puzzle that have to be put into action and well, anyway I don't we'll get...
0: see uh <clears throat> I get the impression i don't foresee a o c being who she is in right twenty years yeah. i mean she's going to be a news. Caster, probably. That, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's, be a pundit. She, she doesn't actually want to be in Congress. Sh- I mean, she's going to show up and be like, oh, this actually really fucking sucks. She's Let me gonna, go be on TV. I mean, that's what's going to happen. Her
2: show will be like AOC. Yeah, it yeah. Out. It'll be the notorious AOC. <laughs> like, throw,
0: throw it out. I mean, she's not going to stick around for long. Right. But yeah. I mean, I like her. I'm I really like her, actually. And I'm why do you like her? I just like I like people. I like people who have natural charisma, you know. And I I like <laughs> I like the raw talent that she has. You know, I like that. Just raw... what about her policy positions? I mean, Does that
1: matter to anyone I like anymore
0: the seventy percent tax thing. If you actually look at what she's truly proposing, is a great idea. It's not taxing everybody seventy percent. It's everything over ten. I it's I,
2: marginal I, tax rate.
0: Yeah, and it's like give me. Uh, I try to think about this as myself. If I was making $10 million a year, do I really need more than that? Like, I don't. I don't need more than $10 million a year. Everything I want to do, I can do for $10 million a year. Everything less than that, I'm just hoarding money. And it's like, that's just stupid. It's not good for the system. Money needs to be liquid. It wants to be free. You don't want to
2: give somebody that much money. The Green New Deal thing, I think, is so important. Like, I think that that, just pushing for that on its own, even if... You know whatever she's putting putting forth isn't realistic or whatever. Like that discussion needs to happen. We're I totally be, agree. I in, totally agree. If yeah. we don't, if we don't have better action on environmentalism and the climate, we're going to be so entirely fucked. In, I completely. In the lifetime of our children. I completely. Did you agree see with that. First Reformed? I have not. It's oh, on my list. I'm it. excited.
0: It's all about you. Will f- what is? That? I think I hated it. One of my <laughs> least. Time. Is it a, <laughs> all is time it least TV favorite show? movies? No, it's oh, a, it's a movie. It's a movie. A it's new Paul Schrader's movie. It's an about. It's about a priest in a small town. I'm probably saying the wrong word—priest or pastor or something—in uh, a in a small town who uh, has a parishioner or somebody in his thing who is like a hardcore violent environmentalist, mm-hmm. and it's like the sort of dynamic of what happens. I won't spoil anything,
1: but um, C- great. I-, I will definitely check that out. It, but I,
0: some people love it. Some people hate it. Right. I fucking hate it. I thought it was one of the worst pieces of shit I've ever seen. But I did like. I could see why people like it. It's
2: it's interesting. It's interesting. I've, I've been excited to watch it. He's uh, he's always interesting, Paul Schneider. I disagree. I
1: think I mean, he's Charles. Do you agree with the there. Financial Times article? I mean, like, were they? Was it strategy that they were proposing, or I,
2: it was just more kind of an acknowledgement that in order for the Democrats to move forward at all, like this is the path that's going to have to be taken because we've just seen Clinton was like the last gasp. Clinton twenty sixteen was the last gasp of. The party's behavior. It was it, it was the ultimate cap, saying this is done. Well, like, this and he was
0: so strategic. He, he was just perfect. I mean, because he was from the south. No, 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 no. You know, I mean, I mean, Clinton,
2: Hillary Clinton, Clinton, Clinton twenty sixteen oh, is oh, the oh, cap oh. because it was just it failed. Like, well, again, this is I mean, the,
0: this is why I like AOC though, and not the, the Hillary. Hillary, these fucking although, bureaucrats. They're all such products. Are you? So they're, they're are s- you
2: still? If Hillary runs in twenty twenty, are you still? throwing your support behind her?
0: If Hillary ran again, I would have a total 180. In terms of my opinion of her person,
1: I want to murder you. <laughs> I want to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Love that. All right, Dude, you Pour hijacked this episode. One I'm sorry. One. I I just You're well because to
0: talk about some weird esoteric thing.
1: Well, now, no, we now can cover
2: we can cover both. Um, but I,
1: we can talk about yeah because it actually goes into this category. It does a little bit. About.
2: I yeah. I, uh, I just saw that on Mattio's Facebook and I was like, oh, interesting. Well, um, I, but
1: okay. let so many things I want to say. but yeah. let's
2: just we'll, we'll do a politics thing on a future date. So I, I've i been obsessed with this idea ever since I read this. It was a Vulture article about like the best Lady Gaga songs, which I don't care about, but I like their rankings. They always do like the best whatever songs, and they, and they do it in order, so they'll have somebody's movies or their songs. So I read through this one, and this phrase in the article stuck out. It was the imperial phase of an artist's career. And what that means is it's the time when an artist is at their commercial and critical height. And they're just kind of dominating the cultural conversation by their output. And they, they mentioned that Lady Gaga's like, imperial phase is over right? She's, she's just not dominating the cultural conversation anymore. Wait, are you going oh, are not
0: you
1: entirely t- true? Are you going to say the three
0: criteria? This
2: oh, please. Medio. So you. we're
0: talking, can we have some examples of Imperial phase people so I, the, My mind immediately went to smashing pumpkins, melancholy.
2: Yes.
1: I and mean, when we had this
2: discussion, like,
1: yeah. it, well, let me, let me give you the, here's, here's what uh, critic Tom Ewing describes as a three criteria for defining an artist's Imperial stage. So it's command permission and self self-defin- self-definition, Uh, which is basically the artist's ability to push the boundaries of their medium in a way that produces lasting change. Uh, The second is permission, which is the public's goodwill toward and interest in that artist's work. And finally, self-definition uh, is the concept that the imperial phase defines the rest of the artist's career. Future works will be compared to those from mm-hmm. the imperial phase. And
0: wait, what was the first one again? Sorry, can you read it? This is like a legal definition. It's funny. It's like three prongs.
1: Yeah, uh, it's command, permission, <laughs> and self-definition are the three. First one is command: the artist's ability to push the boundaries of their medium in a way that ah, produces lasting change. Okay. Yeah, that and. Makes sense.
2: Uh, I love that idea because we talked about this briefly when we did talk about Smashing Pumpkins. So Smashing Pumpkins' Imperial Phase is like Siamese Dream through Melancholy. And then they put out that album Adore, which tanked, but which is great. It's a great, like, not Imperial Phase album, but it's just not within the the, the zeitgeist of the 90s. And I sort of got it into my head thinking about who are the artists who have these Imperial Phases And then it's over, and I'm really interested in like th- this weird shit that they do right after because they think they're still in the <laughs> imperial phase, but yeah. they're they're not, and they and it's sort of like it's always a disappointment. So the first one I thought of was Garth Brooks, um, in the late '90s, Garth Brooks, who up to that point was a gigantic star. He's like after the Beatles, he has the second most albums ever sold and I think he's the highest selling solo artist of all time but in 1999 (laughs) do you know where I'm going Yes. in 1999 he created this character named Chris Chris Gaines Gaines. who was like a pop star that was going to be the center of this movie called The Lamb and he recorded an entire album of like pop music uh, with like didn't he have
1: like eyeliner
2: yes and like this
1: emo haircut yeah, Let me but what was so cute is like he was like wearing like skinny jeans with like a flannel wrapped his waist around his waist, trying to hide like that thirty eight inch
2: waist. And I was like, God. "Girl, no one buying <laughs> Let me find your emo kid. I had
1: no idea. <gasps> Let me play. Trick. This
2: is Garth Brooks as Chris Gaines.
0: Sounds pretty country. Not it? yet.
2: Let's wait.
0: Little Jack Johnson-y.
1: There's no more waiting, holding out for love. <laughs> Ooh, drop your panties. I don't even. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, Chris. Did did.
2: Okay. Beautiful.
0: So, mm. what is the meaning of this?
2: What do you mean is the meaning?
0: What? <clears throat> It, it it's just so, crazy. He, I mean, this is a crazy story. There should be like a documentary about it this. It totally... This is like fascinating. So
2: that he, he put out this album called like Garth Brooks in the life of Chris Gaines. So this is what he was looking like as Chris Gaines. So You guys have to Google a And this a is picture. Like
0: an alter ego yeah. that he just yeah. wanted to become. Yeah,
2: because yeah. it was going to be this... He was going to be a character in a movie that Garth Brooks was going to star in. About so the music career of Chris Gaines, mm. this is so
0: fascinating, we he, should do it, yeah, this
2: is like a he put out story thing he put out the album i th- I'm sure somebody's done a podcast like about this i'm i'm I am i i can not be the only person who's thinking about stupid chris Gaines, <laughs> 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 but it was like a big flop it didn't yeah, it didn't go the way he wanted it to. The movie never got made, and I think somebody wrote like if if he had just released that album as Garth Brooks. And said, "Oh, I'm Garth Brooks. I'm doing a pop crossover. It probably would have gone better, but because he was doing this fucking character, it was just so. It was just so out of left field. Why would you do that? I mean, this it just
1: so... makes no sense. Because if you're trying to win over like a whole different audience, yeah." That's not the way you do. And he it's hosted. So
0: strange. It's so if everybody listening, just Google Garth Brooks and then Google Chris Gaines. It is a
2: weird. <laughs> it's crazy experience. It's crazy time. I think wow. he hosted SNL. As I think Chris Gaines was like the, the musical guest when Garth, Garth Brooks, Brooks was hosted hosting. SNL one year. That's right. I'm pretty sure I'm trying to remember all the details of this. Um, but yeah, there's it just. Just go on Google and look up Garth Brooks, Chris Gaines. It's fascinating. So this, this is, is an, this is so an example. of... I mean, of, this is
0: a whole different conversation, really, though, than imperial phase.
2: But no, it's not, because the point that I want to talk about is when artists are in the post-imperial oh, phase. I love it, and they're doing stuff like this, where they're like, "Oh, it's gonna. Everyone's gonna be into my alter ego character, uh, with recording an entirely different genre of music." And then it's like, no, 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 we're not, we're not, no, it's it, over. But,
0: but it's can funny I just that say musicians are the best example of this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, I got, we I've went got, immediately to musicians. Oh, but because I've, I have some others. Yes.
1: I've got directors. But I've,
0: see, I think that directors don't. Comics, directors and writers don't really have. I disagree. This. I disagree.
1: Oh, we just talked about Louis.
0: Well, but he's a comedian.
1: Yeah, Louis C.K. You're talking about definitely post-imperial, yeah, phase.
0: Well, sure, but I but I'm saying like I feel like there are some like a writer Spielberg. Right, Spe- well, Spielberg. That's not, well, he's definitely in his post-imperial phase. Exactly. That's true. Now you're right, but but they can come back though. Directors like once a musician's gone, you're gone. You're done.
2: I think that's probably more true, but I still think directors are in that zone where they're just not controlling the cultural conversation. Like, thank you. Exactly. Martin Scorsese is another example. Oh, yeah, yes. Scorsese. No, you're right, you're right. Um, I would say for well, Spielberg, yeah. like AI is the beginning of his post-imperial phase because before yes. that, Saving Private Ryan, and that yeah. was kind of the. Yeah, he gave
1: everything he had. But even, but I don't know, there was an article that just came out about, uh, a scathing article about Schindler's List and how it kind of proves itself to be kind of a, you know, empty examination of... Of the Holocaust because it's just it it fetishizes the violence and it's uh, kind of a cartoony send up of of Nazis in in general and Isaac rolling it, his eyes
0: it's just like it's never enough there's always going to be something wrong with the treatment of the Holocaust right I mean one just, of our attorneys <laughs> there's always going to be some hot take out there that exists that's like you're not you're disrespecting the Jews in some way you know
2: okay
1: well uh, definitely I would say uh, Tim Burton falls in this category. Oh yes.
2: So where is Tim, Tim Burton's Burton, imperial sure, phase sure. end?
1: I'm going to say big fish. Willy Wonk. No, I thought Big Fish was okay. I I'm love gonna, Big Fish. I, I meant Willy Wonka the Chocolate Factory. Right. No, yeah. I would agree. Yeah. That's
0: when it starts to go. It's when
1: you. It's when they do these projects where you see the emperor has no clothes. Yeah. Right. Like when Joaquin Phoenix goes out on David Letterman as that weird. Subject of the documentary that he was making with who with like wasn't it like Ben
0: Affleck? Or no, something? it was Casey Affleck. Yeah. which Casey I actually Affleck. Love, I love that. Doc- I love that. I liked that. That Has that. a similar title to
2: "You're Never Really Here," but it's something else. Yeah, right. Like, right.
0: It's you, you, uh, I'm not here or something. Yeah, or, I'm not there. I'm, I'm the, not here. But there's yeah. also that Bob Dylan, Kate Blanchett movie that's also a similar title.
2: So on on the yeah. same, I would put uh, Stanley Kubrick, uh, Eyes Wide Shut is no, yes. but he's dead. What do
0: you say? He's dead.
2: But, but exactly. It, but Eyes Wide Shut but, was post-imperial. Like he yes. went all the way through Full Metal Jacket, imperial no, phase. Very hard. Disagree. How?
0: On Eyes, Wide Eyes Wide Shut is incredible. <gasps>
2: No, that's why it is great. I mean, it made a lot of money. Yes. Oh, I love but, that movie. But it's not. It hasn't held up as something that people oh, really. Saw. And I like Eyes Wide Shut. Hard
0: disagree on. I that.
2: disagree with you, man. I think that your personal opinion of Eyes Wide Shut is coloring this. This has got to be like a cultural view of it. I also think Eyes, Eyes Wide Shut. What was
0: right before Eyes Wide Shut?
2: Full Metal Jacket.
0: Okay. Wow.
2: Yeah. Really. Yeah.
0: well it's pretty tough to come first of all Full of Metal Jacket is not a perfect movie either no it's half good by the way
2: are you saying it's earlier maybe uh, maybe his imperial phase ends earlier
0: well I I don't I'm not totally confident in my filmography of Kubrick but I feel like Kubrick died before this conversation can't apply to him (laughs) like uh, Coppola yeah let's talk about Coppola obvious he blew he blew the wad on Apocalypse Now it was all downhill from there
2: yes yeah Exactly. and
0: you know the guys like that, Spielberg. Yeah. Spielberg, it's happening now. It's great to watch. AI I is the begin is fail. the beginning of the yeah
2: the the, the post imperial phase for Spielberg. The Wachowskis, everything after the Matrix. Oh, yeah, oh on And they had a like that was a major Could
0: you, that was they changed everything. Yeah,
2: yeah, that was a huge cultural hit. Yeah. yeah, and it and it kind of like fed over into the sequels coming out. But everyone when they saw the sequels were like, uh, no. And they just—it was gone. They never could get it back. Yeah, it never happened again. And they
0: could, right? They never could get it back. It's so weird.
2: I think it's
1: interesting to see M. Night get so much uh, because he survived,
0: though. He kind of
1: survived and then came back up a little. I guess on this latest movie, everyone's screaming about it. I haven't
2: seen it yet. Glass. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Split was good, and Unbreakables. Great, I love him so much. But so, nerd. but yeah, he he's. I don't think he's in the imperial phase anymore, no and I don't think he's coming. Can back. you? Okay, here's the I big question:
0: Can you re-enter? Can you if once you leave the imperial phase, can you come back to the imperial? I think phase SNL again?
2: has done that, even though I don't always. Well, hold on. SNL. Now we're
0: that, well, SNL is not an artist; it's a
2: but show. It, it's like a. It's a. I guess.
1: Yeah, but I mean, if we're looking at Lauren Michaels as being kind of the voice right, of that as show, being yeah. Lauren Michaels, yeah put it that way
0: like Will Ferrell he went in he was definitely Imperial phase out now but can he be back maybe somehow
2: I don't know Did you see Sherlock Holmes
0: <laughs> and then some people some people honestly never leave like Cohen brothers they just stay in forever and they they, they have misses and hits uh you
1: know, I right? I don't know about that because they because can come in and out. They because, come in and well, out. Part of the criteria is that they've got to have a sort of rapport with uh, permission, public's goodwill toward, an interest in the artist's work. And I'm not going to say that the Cohens have ever done anything super mainstream in that way. Yeah, they're 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 like I think they I think they they affect fair. the culture makers. I think they affect sure. other directors. Right. They've never pierced Mm-mm.
0: enough to be imperial to begin with. That's right. Fair Kanye. Critique.
2: Is, were we in the post-imperial Kanye? Phase? Well, most uh, people who are yes. Kanye
0: fans would say that Dark Fantasy is his masterpiece. Yes, I personally think it's Yeezus. Okay. but no, I would say that Kanye is still very much in control you of think? culture. Oh yes, the question is: is his? Because w- his last CD was not good. I mean, it was fine. It was just not amazing. Right. The question is: is he is he going to knock another one out of the park this next time? Mm. And if he does, he'll still be there. If not, then yeah, maybe he's on the down. He's on the outswing.
1: But is he is he creating rap? That it's pushes annoying. the boundaries oh, of the yes. medium uh, dude, in a Jesus, way that creates lasting
2: everything.
0: Change. Now sounds like Jesus did then. You know, it's all mm. the dark. True. It's I, all darkness. Mm, very yeah, dark sounds.
2: Th- mm. It's interesting you say about Jesus because I kind of agree. Like I didn't really think about that, but Jesus is fine. Right, it's it's definitely still in that zone, but definitely this most recent zone. one was is, out. Is,
0: yeah, this most recent one was it just a like what like a mess. This is silly. Like I yeah. like
2: two of the songs on right. there, but right. it's it's very. We really need a place. music person
0: in here to to be an authority. I'm not yeah, I'm, I'm not, not comfortable anything. being in a music authority. I, really.
2: I'm an authority on '90s era like rock. That's about <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> like about Pearl a, Jam. Yes, Pearl Jam major Imperial phase uh, ten, and then verses. Giant and then they put out Vitology and it was over. It was Vitology, Vitology oh. Spin the Black Circle sad. and that fucking bug song. Do you remember Bugs? <laughs> <laughs> Have we played Bugs on here? Let's play Bugs. No, this is such like, an esoteric reference. Oh, this is so sad. Pearl
0: Jam is like a nineties band who was like the definition of nineties Seattle rock.
2: Yeah, they're like a they're like the Grateful Dead no, now is. This is Bugs. I'm gonna play Bugs. <laughs> I'm just gonna play it from the beginning.
1: I got bugs. I got bugs in my room. Bugs in my bed. In my ears
0: yeah. <laughs> so this is when you start to some people lose the imperial phase because they start to think that their shit doesn't stink and anything
2: anything they that they do or, and there's
0: no one around to say no this is fucking or dumb. are they being
1: so subversive that they're just kind of knocking themselves out of the mainstream right right right
0: well, well, yeah
2: they were never mega comfortable with their success but
0: well, also isn't the whole thing that they're all probably looking at is the Beatles like they got weirder and weirder and better and better like right I, so I'm not that good with my Beatles the, history.
2: The but Beatles' like what, imperial phase is. Let me. Did
1: they go out of their imperial phase? After the Beatles to, were they always in it? Were they out of it? I'm what really happened? curious because I feel like every one of those Beatles albums, man, is just.
2: Uh, whew. Uh, they uh, Wikipedia says the Beatles from a hard day's night to all you need is love considers that's their imperial phase, basically.
0: But where's Sergeant Pepper's in there?
2: Uh, I think that was sixty-eight, wasn't it, Sergeant Pepper's? Sergeant so that's Pepper's after is, all, you need is love.
0: No way, Sergeant Pepper's is like their—that's their album, when's, that's their big, it? that's their masterpiece.
2: Um, another example they say is Michael Jackson from Thriller to Bad, yeah, which I think is pretty accurate. I think that's accurate. I yeah.
0: definitely distinctly remember when Michael Jackson left his imperial phase, and it was like his music was not good yeah. anymore. I remember that in the nineties.
2: Yeah, yeah. it was like dangerous.
0: Or, remember, it was dangerous. It was uh, it was. Are we alone now, or something? With
2: you are not alone. You
0: are not alone. I'm you like, are not alone. alone.
1: Yeah. yeah, I am here with you. What else you got
2: on your list, Matteo? For this one, I love this. Is so fascinating to me. Like, I, the
1: question I, is: well, though, I, Are anybody going to know all these? References, I want to throw a comic so. in there. No, um, who did try to re-enter? I feel an imperial phase and was so close. Right, uh, Roseanne. I mean, this is somebody who really had the entire attention of the nation every she was like every comics like you know fantasy dream like we're all going we're going to come back and we're going to be super duper relevant again and then you you look just a little under that rock and you're like oh boy
2: i think that happened within the context of her show too because there was a point when her show went from being like a an unusually working class focused show to that one season where they won the lottery yeah. and started getting weird yeah which they say now is like all a dream and yeah, well, yeah. The, the when the show behind. came back, they for that brief amount of time they just pretended like that wasn't <laughs> the a show's still thing. on, actually. Well, now it's the Connors, no, it's the Connors which
1: it's not a bad show. I've seen it. I know somebody that writes for that show. Oh, oh, Well, oh. did you drop something there?
2: Charles? No, I mean, that's not a brag. It's <laughs> a little bit, it's my, my one connection. Um, who else is on there?
1: I have a uh, Chevy, Chase. Chevy <laughs> Chase. Oh, yeah, that's true. What a disaster. I think that's the thing. You know, I've seen a lot of like kind of angry comics and over years, something hardens inside of them and they just lose the relationship to, um, it, they stop being able to, you know, make that distinction between like comic rage and actual anger. right? And he is just the most unlikable person uh, now. And it's so sad because like I grew up a kid in the eighties and I loved Fletch and I loved vacation. Yeah. I even like snow dogs, and I was like, "Oh, Chevy's back!" Wow, it is. It must
0: really suck to be in this position. I mean, it's like because you know when you're coming up and you're knocking down walls, and it's like feels like everything I'm doing is right
2: because I'm I'm hitting it every time. My
0: instincts are razor sharp. Yeah, and then. Oh, uh, it starts to slip. Like, it's like, oh, shit, it's not landing. It's not
1: landing. It's not landing. And then you and fall always, back to normalcy. It sucks. But I wonder of, of about, I wonder about when, when we're talking <laughs> about all these artists and whatever medium it is, like, you know, how much of that is manufactured? Right. How much yeah, of so that? Much of it. I yeah. Would you know, and, and I feel like some of these people, like, again, you know, when, when a person like Garth Brooks gets to the sort of heights of the industry and they're like, do whatever you want, Garth, because yeah. you've got the mightest touch. Yes. Yeah, right. And then you really see them for what they are, and you're like, "Oh no, he's a door. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's. I so, didn't know he was a door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, I thought
0: you were like a cool country guy. Like, what the Like legit, like throwing beers th- in the back of the pickup, <laughs> yeah, heading on down, like, down really, the lake with the like old a, basset hound, and now you're a door. And <laughs> now you're just a weirdo. Well, and that's what's so funny. What we were talking about, I don't know which is going to come out first, but we were talking about Louis C.K. being like totally manufactured. That's kind of the same thing. It's like holy shit. Like this seemed like just so natural, but really it was totally made up. Agree. We were like. Kind of all
1: on that ride And then you just kind of see them And I think again That's why another uh, big I've been really trying to get my hands around Lady Gaga She was somebody who had just like Trillions of people like at her beck and call, and then within just a few years, all of her little monsters completely gone. There's a huge backlash against her. Oh, is She's there a doing, backlash? Oh her my god, name? the Gaga backlash is what's real. The back- what's the Gaga backlash? She, I liked. Uh, she was I loved doing like coffee commercials. By. She went on tour with Tony Bennett, who I mean, God bless. He's an he's a he's an American treasure. He's an icon. He's a legend. Uh, but it just seemed like there wasn't any thing that gaga would say no to and i think when somebody like that posits herself as you know pure art and expression and then you're like wait but you're selling us like target Shit. discount, yeah, right, ticket, right. you know stuff you know it just like kind that. of really flies in the face of that and you're like ah oh, you're just another one of these, these pop star Matteo hates A star is born oh you did you hated it I think it's what rich people think the struggle is.
0: <laughs> the funniest part to me and we uh, I think we talked about this today yeah, we had is a... that there is no country music star that is that recognizable that would be recognized like in a grocery store. Yeah, Jackson by... Maine doesn't
2: make any sense as a like it makes character. no sense.
0: Maybe Blake Shelton but this is
2: brother today. dad, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You sold the farm? Matthew, did you find (laughs) that scene when they get into that argument to be the cringiest, most awful? There
1: was a lot of cringy moments. I was just hoping they were going to kiss.
2: Like then I would have been like, "Oh, okay, get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. That's where this was going." (laughs) fucking, and they keep saying fucking, 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 fucking. fucking. What was that? It was like. It was bad. I
0: kind of fell for Bradley Cooper's voice while it was happening. Like I believed it, and then like you hear clips of it yeah. and you're like, that is completely ridiculous. Yeah, he's doing he's doing <laughs> totally Heath Ledger ridiculous. and broke back, but
2: not doing it well. Yeah, yeah like, right. It doesn't is that, sound that Batman? Heath is that, that your Ledger Batman voice? <laughs> Heath Ledger was the real deal. Yeah.
1: No way. Yeah. He, he did the right of, thing and he died during his Imperial Phase. Oh, you uh, right. Yeah. Maybe.
0: There's two At the I think height. Okay.
1: At the height of
2: his, imperial. I think Andy Kaufman. Th-
0: most a lot of people do. I think there's two routes. One, you die at the height of your imperial phase, and which is remember, is election classic Tupac, thing to do. Tupac died Tupac. at the height. Still a- or <laughs> you do the Cohen brothers approach, which is to, as you're saying, never quite make it to the point where everyone knows who you are and you're like totally dominant in culture. Fargo. But just stay good. Just stay I- good, and and always have something to say. Always take a big at bat when you're up there. Stay weird. Like kind of just exist behind the scenes, but never go for total cultural domination. Because if you do, then you're going to fall, you know, where it's better to stay. I think about this a lot of like, who would I want to be like in my career? Like, who do you want to be? And of course there's time in the sports context, you know, everybody wants to be Michael Jordan, right? But I think it's better to be somebody like Post, what Are you you're
1: triggering me? To, no, no, Post Imperial because he played baseball like a moron. But then yeah.
0: but he left Imperial and came back equally strong. He did. Which is what's so incredible. About him. Yeah. But there then a, he came back again and that was the Then then he was long dead. Yeah. But <laughs> but uh there's a cornerback. The only person who have ever run won the Heisman Trophy as a defensive player is a guy named Charles Woodson mm-hmm. who played cornerback for like Fifteen years in the NFL was always one of the best in the league. Never dipped in in uh, talent. Was always just a strong, reliable player. Left at the top of his game. Had fifteen like great years in the league. That's like who you want to be. Yes. Like you want to be the Cohen brothers, who never they never totally die. Like they're always there. They're always doing good shit. You don't want to be one of these people who falls from grace. Like that sucks. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, to to especially having reached the height and to yeah. look back and be like, everything was working and now nothing is. Right, like it's just not coming together. I can't make it work.
0: Right, no one's believing this. Is anymore. Beyonce Spielberg, outside of is, Beyonce
2: be. is in her imperial phase? Really? I looked it up,
1: and as is uh, Ariana Grande. Well, I oh, yeah. yes. am definitely. Yes, woo! definitely oh. in the imperial phase. I served her as hot Toddy
0: once. I've met her. She's very nice. Very oh. good people. Treats the commoners very well. Ah, yeah. I, made, I was a bartender for her, and she was very nice. Very sweet. Person. Good info. Yeah. Uh,
1: George Carlin, I think, is somebody who really, when he fell out, Oh, so did he fall? It was kind of a long gradual thing, I feel like. But like, if you look at like a couple of his like kind of later year stuff, like there's not
2: even jokes anymore. He's just yelling, straight yelling at people, (laughs) and everyone's (laughs) just so
1: trying to laugh. Yeah, "Ah." yeah, he gets a he gets a
2: big pass. Like people talk about him, and I'm like, there's some crap in there. Like this is not. It's always made it like he was just like the premier comic, and he just always was on. But there's a few times when I. You watch old George Carlin things. You're like, mm, I don't know. I
0: think the yelling thing is probably totally true. Like he's not even telling jokes. He's just like, well, that's fuck that's the age things.
2: old method of like covering up a bad. Listen, <laughs> yes. I do that shit all the time. <laughs> just so start like, yelling. I don't, I don't really have something here, yeah. so here's. here's some yelling. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it, it's a great trick. It's, it's one of my favorites.
1: Anybody else on your list, Matteo? This has been fun. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Woody Allen. Oh, uh, oh, this yeah. is
0: a this is a great case example here. Yeah.
2: one of
1: the what, mo- the saddest falls from grace.
0: Well, do, so... Prompted,
2: do you think, more by his personal things or by a declining quality of his well, films? But he's another
0: one who comes back. He goes... He's fa- he's like Coen Brothers. He goes, like, he'll strike out, like, five times in a row and then he has a good one.
2: But he had a, a real, one. like, cultural impact. Yes. Those, like, <clears throat> any Hall, Manhattan era. Yeah. Like, there was... That, those That shit was... In the cultural consciousness, in a way that now,
0: like Vicky Cristina Barcelona, great, great, but but that's <laughs> but that's an anomaly, you know, in his
1: sort of canon of films because it
2: is, his later work is just so inconsistent. Yeah, you know, it's and that's the only thing is too is like, you know, oh, well,
0: hey, Midnight in Paris, though that was People a hit. Love that one, yeah, that was a hit.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a little, but I think it was minor. It wasn't like. It just didn't have the impact. Like Annie Hall had, a, a, like a fashion impact. Like right. women, oh, was, yeah. like right, right, right. dressed up like Annie Hall. Yeah, Whereas sure. these are just more like people going, "Oh, that was good. Like right. uh, that was a good movie." I He's out that. of the yeah. phase. Yeah. I also
1: yeah, think Annie true. Hall is an interesting kind of uh, early foray into sort of gender queer. Uh, ness mm. a little Cause bit. Because she is? Because she's kind of, you know, yeah. butchy in her in her All clothes right. and in her demeanor and he's very, you well, know, sure. uh, yes. in
2: touch with his um, emotions. There's a fight. whole murder mystery plot cut out of that movie. Did you guys know that? Really? Yeah. There, there was a whole, <laughs> there's a whole like weird like extra plot that was totally removed when they were cutting uh. that film because they were like, oh, this is, <laughs> Let's just focus on these aspects of it. Fascinating. The Uh, only
0: thing I know about that is that it's actually Anhedonia, uh, right? That's the other trivia The original title, Anhedonia.
1: I think one of the most uh, uh, splashy falls from grace recently in in comedy has been uh, Mr. Anziz Ansari, Mm. who really did have everyone's ear for a quick minute and who was supposed to be kind of the sort of the next big... Uh, voice. So they're not going to
0: give him another season of. Master but he of got
1: Man. very arguably me
0: tooed, right? He's like pretty. He didn't really get me tooed. He got like half. I me Too'd. never got the
1: hype on him. I mean, when you watch his comedy, I was like, I agree. I've, I've never right. That's I've another ne- soft no, turn. I've never that thought a he joke? was.
0: Talk about you like yelling and just stupid shit. I I feel voices. Like he, yeah, like he's not. I've <laughs> never thought he was funny. <laughs> yeah, I I liked the first season of that British show. accents
2: and so forth.
1: But I've never thought he was funny at all. Singing is another like, yeah. crutch
2: when they start singing. Oy, yoy, yoy. Mm.
1: And and you know uh-huh. like kind of the opposite story of like somebody like Daniel Glover or not Daniel Glover. Sorry. Yeah, Daniel Glover. Donald, so Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. Donald Glover. Donald Glover.
2: <laughs> yeah. Who? who boy. Daniel Glover is the older actor who the, the, is the black
1: gentleman from uh, yeah. Die no, hard.
2: no, that's Danny Glover. Danny, Danny Glover. Glover. But uh, isn't there a Daniel Daniel Glover? It's Danny Glover. But there's a... a yeah, but I'm not talking about that one. Let's see. Is, it, is there a gay figure skater named
1: Danny Glover? I fucking hate uh, Donald Glover.
2: All right. I'm, so making I'm hallucinating that to mess this person. with everyone. <laughs> John Glover is who I'm thinking John of.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Glover. Yeah. What a weird name.
1: Uh, but Amy Schumer's name was passed around earlier. That's yeah. true. Yeah. She fell. Well,
0: but she was made up. <clears throat> see, there's a difference between somebody truly having cultural dominance and somebody being totally a product that was made for you. Like, Amy Schumer's Chuck Schumer's fucking niece. She's like, here. Take this nice little package, and consume it, people of America. I mean, that's basically what she is. Right? I don't
2: agree. She has the respect of too many like legit comedians for it to be entirely packaged. Like she was out on the road and, and working for a long time, and then it doesn't mean she's not packaged. Well, she was. I think when she got her show and when all that stuff happened, I think that was part of the package. But I, she, I mean, she's more legit than people will give her credit for, and mm-hmm. her show was fairly funny like her sketch show had a lot of pretty good
1: I think her sketch show was really good too and it was everybody was talking about it yeah. and it was you know again it's just that time in her career and she knew it was her time and I think she really went for it and did it she made her millions now our, she can
2: now let's brainstorm I what all of
0: money was a problem for Amy Schumer <laughs> <laughs> one of our attorneys is <laughs> <it's> a G. <laughs> no that's not what I was saying um, like. let's
2: let's <laughs> brainstorm what all of our post imperial phases will look like I want to uh, Matteo what is your post-imperial phase going to
0: be I think you have to have <sighs> an imperial phase well it's uh, yeah. the, the,
2: the, <laughs> you know the given is that one actually happened you don't play right yeah. Isaac how do you know that Matteo's <laughs> not in the midst of an imperial phase yeah. in Boise, Idaho Boise, Idaho He's in a major imperial phase. They love him there. Thank Boise, you, big Charles. in Boise. Big in Boise. I am big in Boise. You <laughs> booked me already for next summer. So oh. you, can just suck on that. you know, me not going to that festival in twenty seventeen or eighteen was like the biggest mistake I've ever made. It's I could, where I could it could be all headlining and it It's where it all in Boise happened that Charles. summer. And you know what was so funny
1: is everybody was asking about you're like, where's Charles? And I'm like, he didn't come last minute. No, literally last minute. Charles was in the festival and he was like, I'm not going.
0: I've heard it's the Woodstock. And then what the they were doing was Boise. handing out
1: stars yeah. that day, and I got my <laughs> Boise star. Uh,
2: my post-imperial phase, sex scandal in, in, induced, right? That's no, what uh, yeah.
1: people are going to be very happy to know that I've really embraced family life as, a, as a working mom.
0: That's a good. You know, <laughs> I have a little. A good
1: way. I have a little coffee truck that I drive around all over East Los Angeles. Including Echo Park, Eagle Rock, Highland Park.
2: Uh, it's just sad. Glendale. No, <laughs> sad. it's no because I because I Glendale. I I,
1: I I hand you your coffee in a pithy comment. And my kids are helping me. Oh God, that's the so worst. Really thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's really great. It's going to be beautiful. I'm going to blog it, and it's going to be a YouTube channel, and I'll have a little Renaissance.
2: Mine is going to be somebody digging up something I've said. <laughs> I'm 80, to 90% well, but again, that's sure.
0: not a post-imperial phrase. That's what causes you to enter the post-imperial phase. Correct. So, what are you doing?
1: In the yeah, what are you doing? Oh, I'm
2: um, sitting
0: in this dark, dank yeah, room. Yeah, I'm, I'm, pro-
2: I'm just
1: sitting movies. at home. That, I'm, 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 I'm sitting in a dark place. I'm like, well, wow, like, that was fun. What is 80s your, horror film? Yeah, like what <laughs> is really bad. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but what is your Chris Gaines moment?
1: Just that you know, like somebody finds. Dude, a quote. I have
2: so many crazy ideas that I know. never <laughs> come together because. I'm either too lazy or just everybody's like, No, don't do that.
0: Like Yeah, like your Christmas monster movie.
2: Yeah, my Christmas yeah. monster movie.
0: He has a Christmas tree movie. Yeah. Evil Christmas tree.
2: Which our listeners preferred. <laughs> okay. Listener sure. preferred. Uh yeah. Well I I, I did a fake stand up char- uh, character, you know, you know RJ. Yeah. Like, that's just crazy nonsense. Yeah, a bizarre waste of time. I would just be doing dumb shit like that and then half-assing it and not getting it together. That's my big That's problem. True. Always. That's
1: not true. You would never
2: half-ass yeah. it. You really I do put a lot, lot, lot of things. Your... Really?
1: Yeah. I think you put a lot in your. Company. I just half.
2: I, I I do a lot of different things, and some of them get half-assed, and some of them get full-assed. So the full-assed ones are usually fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: What's yours, Isaac?
0: I don't know. What do you think? What's my? What if you had to guess?
2: Um, I don't know. You probably fall out with somebody that you, <laughs> has made you successful.
0: Probably, I
2: see uh, like you, you, the imperial phase being a lot of writing that people like, and then you just have some dumb squabble with somebody who's like made the writing well known, and then. <laughs> Just not able it.
0: And then I've never heard from him again. Yes.
2: Yeah, but it's like...
0: sounds fine. Like that's it's not, somebody, the worst That's not the worst way to go. <laughs> it's you're
1: like writing the a blog. It's person that broke you, you know, and you get into a real public fight with them. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Spat with them. Like right. Bannon Trump. They're loved. Oh, That's a similar but thing. But like the audience leaves
0: you. They leave the, me. Then they choose the other person. Yes, yes. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like Bannon Trump. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Alright. I'm fine with that. And then I can retire <laughs> to Southeast Asia. And I, I have a fantasy deep in my mind Uh-oh. of being a bartender at a oh. beach bar in like Thailand. Like cocktail. Like cocktail. Like full Tom Cruise. Full Tom Cruise in that moment where you see him after his fall <laughs> from grace and he's on the you know he's in the bar in Jamaica. Like I, I could totally do that that's pretty hot I'm into that that's pretty hot and I just wake up it's you know 1pm every day and just drink the right. I would be down that
2: I sounds pretty good Matteo do you have anything to promote
1: uh, I don't it's I'm gonna be going episodes. back out uh, into the LA comedy scene uh, this year with some new stuff so uh, everybody just go out support live comedy what's not just me no, they're do
2: that. Go, okay. what's your website <laughs> promote those things you can come check Nobody's me out. Nobody's going at, to a bar show in uh, LA. I'm on
1: Instagram at Mr. Mattyo, M-R-M-A-T-T-I-O, Mr. Madio. Nice.
2: Come check me out. Cool.
0: Everything I have going on, just so everyone knows, is on hold until February 23rd.
2: Why? What's that?
0: Uh, It's when I will have been at my job for a year, and I'm just trying to make it to that date.
2: Ah. Interesting.
0: And then, you know, I'll return to some personal projects. Uh, I've been utterly swamped at work. I've been working like 80 hours a week, and I'm just trying to get... 80. Yeah. Okay. No one yeah. works 80. So like, we look but good like 60. An emergency like, room doctor I've been doing now? a lot of uh, hot yoga. So that's why. Oh, but um, that's where the glow comes just trying from. to make it to February 23rd. Uh, and yeah, everything's kind of on hold until wow. then. Vandal Press on hold. Let's hope nothing I said on this podcast gets me in trouble. Please.
1: It was all a joke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> just trying to make it to that. And I'm also not drinking till then. So I'm just head down. Wow.
2: And when are you getting married?
0: Getting married March 30th. Oh,
2: you going to be there? Yeah, I'll go.
0: You're going to come to That's the so wedding. So cute. Nice. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? I know you're not coming to the bachelor party. I don't want to go to Mexico. It's fine. I, I have, have no you, desire. It, to it would be awkward if you were there.
2: I would be, yeah, it would be me, and I'd know you, and like. Sort There's of another
0: couple awkward people coming. That you, you would actually probably have a good time. But I, everyone asks if you're coming. By the way, No. Oh. everyone at the bachelor party is like, is Charles coming?
2: Yeah, no, <laughs> because nope.
0: they all listen to the podcast. So. I am
2: not. It's fine. I'll be at the wedding it's though. Okay,
0: now many people are doing that. Many people will say eh, I can't <coughs> make the bachelor party. But I'll come away.
2: Yeah, I'll bring somebody embarrassing to your wedding. Don't worry. Heather, <laughs> see you there, Heather. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no. Sorry, All right, you're not embarrassing. That's the end of the show. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. Hi, thanks for listening to this episode. We're going to do some plugs now. This is just fucking tiresome. Yes, it is. I'm so sorry. You can turn it off if you're listening to this. Please email us at notahugefanpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We will read your email and perhaps read it on air. Join our forum at nahf.boards.net. Sign up for an account. Please rate and subscribe to the podcast on your platform or if your platform doesn't allow ratings do it on iTunes. It's very helpful. We're also available on Spotify, Player FM, Spreaker, a million places. Podbean, Podbean, Google Play Store, anywhere. You can get it literally on any <coughs> site yeah, if you that have has an Android, podcasts. We're all
0: over that shit. As an Android user, I now know that a lot of podcasters like don't pay attention to their Android presence. Right. And it's very important. Um, also, if you want to find me uh, you can look up Vandal Press on Medium. Uh, there's a website, VandalPress.com. There's a Twitter Vandal, which is Vandal Press. Uh, you can find that's my little writing project. Uh, you can follow my website at isaacsimpson.com, and uh, you can LinkedIn me. I kind of like being LinkedIn. Mm.
2: You can find me on all social media. <laughs> I'm on my thanks for coughing coffee, during my point you
0: can't. you can't pay attention to Charles. <laughs> <Yeah>. More <laughs> attention for me. No
2: attention for him. You can find me on all social media <laughs> as funzaroni. My website is funzaroni.com. You can go there. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>